0: I'm trying to work it out whether or not it's two or three years ago. I think it might be two that we sat down to record our second ever episode of we're drunk and we know things. It
1: was the Rugby World Cup.
0: It was the Six yeah. Nations. Um, was it? Yes. And we actually sat down in this very pub. Mm. Specifically in this pub, as opposed to outside this pub where we are today. So apologies for any wind noise.
1: Is your... Um. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, what? we're switching no? you out. Oh, no, switching okay, you out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we get the alternate host in, please? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> oh, you boy. might remember me <laughs> from such podcast. No, no, switching him back.
0: <laughs> no, seriously though, two years ago uh, we did Blade Runner. Did. I think it might have been three years ago. I think it was three years yeah, ago. Yeah, so three years ago we did Blade Runner. Uh, and I wrote a very witty intro that introduced Blade Runner, but I made it sound like it was another movie, which is one of my favourite movies. If you don't know what I'm talking about, feel free to go back and listen to it, it's only like ten think. seconds long. Um,
1: That's an episode were 15 minutes long. Yeah, the
0: good old days. This month on We're Drunk and We Know Things, we've decided to be completely self-indulgent, because what's the point of having a podcast if you are not going to indulge yourself? As
1: opposed to all those altruistic episodes we do. <laughs> well, yeah, the charitable
0: episodes. <laughs> don't forget mm-hmm. the charitable episodes yeah, yeah. that we don't talk about. You know, We just do them for the charity, mm. for the kids. Yeah. No, we've decided to be completely self-indulgent and are actually doing the movie that I referred to in the intro three years ago. Mm-hmm. This month on We're Drunk and We Know Things... It's Blade Runner. No, no. Um,
1: (laughs) Blade Runner 2049.
0: (laughs) Big Trouble in Little China.
2: That's what I do. I drink.
1: And I know things. Big Trouble in Little China, as you said. Um, I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. It was made in 1986 by John Carpenter. Who? John Carpenter. Never heard of him. <laughs> really? We've done one of his films before, so that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, written by W.D. Richter, who also wrote The Invasion of the Body Snatchers with nice. Donald Sutherland. So he's a great, very famous script doctor. <clears throat> in, in fact, he was brought on to this for the same reason, but we'll come to that later. He also directed The Adventures of a Buckaroo Banzai across the Eighth Dimension. You ever seen that? No. Recommend.
0: Okay. I mean, bear in mind, before we get into uh, plot summary and everything else, it's fairly obvious. uh, This is pretty much been a consistent in my top five films of all time ever Mm. for all time.
1: Is it really? Yes. I I love
0: this film. Mm. It can do no wrong in my eyes.
1: It's definitely shot up the rankings for me with the vigorous and many rewatchings. a vigorous rewatching. I don't know what that is well I do but I'm not going to say it here um, I highly also ahoyly, I highly also recommend well the, the Irish passport is on the way um, I highly recommend was that an Irish accent I was it, even doing Well,
0: it was a bit of an Irish accent there. <laughs> it was a highly Irish I don't know where I was no
1: he's a traitor of the rebel alliance anyway um,
0: also they're not going to send you a passport I've just heard
1: <laughs> just news in from the Irish <laughs> government they've said no way I kind of did the mime that went with that, that I did the earpiece Yeah, finger to the ear. Good stuff for an audience. I'm hearing this from the control room. So, from what I understand, we are doing a podcast. Are we? (laughs) (laughs) We fucked this one already, mate. I don't like you. So, uh, it came out in 1986. It's it's not like
0: the plot is really long and convoluted, (laughs) and there's probably tons of really interesting production stuff. You know that thing. We've only got an hour. You
1: know that thing in the. um,
0: And I burnt 15 minutes on the intro.
1: You know know that bit. And I keep interrupting (laughs) (laughs) you. (laughs) Okay. It's going to be a long day. Sun's out, though. Yeah, science. Science. Uh, in jokes. Anyway, so it came out in 1986. It cost between 19 and 25 million. Sounds like nearer 25 to me.
0: Hang on. They don't know? <laughs> no, they don't know. Did they... Hang on. None of that money was spent on an accountant, was no, it? very
1: powerful for the course for this. Especially making studio movies in the mid 80s it was more just like slinging bags of coke and money for uh, people and so it made 25 mil
0: as a top end is yeah. not too shabby sorry it made 11 <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> Ooh, boy <laughs> um, so yeah that's so not that's not good <laughs> yeah. when you can't even hit the
0: low estimate in the 80s <laughs> really
1: bad um, but we will come to the various and many reasons why um, certainly not because of quality because it's the dogs what's it it is it's, it's well good so do you want to do the plot summary Go on then. All right. So we open. <laughs> so we do need to mention the, the first scene, which is Ed Shen, uh, played by Victor Wong, being interviewed by a lawyer, saying about where is Jack Burton, and he said, No, you, we owe him a great debt. Do you like, leave that man alone? I also like the fact
0: that it's Egg's lawyer. <laughs> yes. It's like, do you know where this guy is? Fully interrogating him. It's like, if you want me to be your lawyer, <laughs> This isn't how lawyers work. What are you, being a dick? you don't get interviewed and <laughs> yeah. interrogated.
1: Uh, so, anyway, um, so, so there's that bit when he's like, Jack Burton's the best. And then we cut to Jack Burton we driving do. into town, giving the old monologue over he's the driving CB Radio. specifically,
0: the town is San Francisco, Chinatown. <laughs>
1: yes, and he's eating a hoagie sandwich. Yeah. Talking about the check being in the mail.
0: He's just basically holding court on a CB radio <laughs> C- station. Random, yeah. It's amazing. It is is amazing. Um, amazing establishing shot driving over the Golden Gate. Yeah, um, in San Francisco through mm-hmm. the rain. Um, Rain's a lot in this film. Yeah, drives into the market and it's a, a good setup. Chinese it is a market. Good setup
1: that is pretty much where the exterior establishing shots end and he we is begin the, the best worst delivery
0: the guy world. ever because he arrives in the market people just start opening his truck and taking pigs out because he drives the pork chop express and delivers pork but there's no trailer uh, on it but no there is <laughs> Is there, at the be- oh, there yeah, is yeah, at the, the beginning, beginning. There is uh, the beginning. Uh, but yeah no he doesn't get out yeah. no paperwork it's just literally <laughs> you want a pig anybody, anybody? get your pigs
1: get your free pigs uh, and
0: then immediately he <laughs> takes a fistful of cash so somebody paid him something sure. and goes and gambles
1: he gambles it up real nice wins all the money with uh, his man, his friend, played by Dennis Dunn. Friend. His friend, played by Dennis Dunn, called... Go on. Wang Chi.
0: Wang Chi, yeah. yeah.
1: Didn't have to look at anything, fine, just Still remembering. did want to say Wang, did you? <laughs> yeah, Wang Chi. So he's his best mate. Um, and also, spoiler alert, the hero of this film... <laughs> Jack Burton is a psychic. Oh, he is the... <laughs> he is, yeah, the, yeah, okay. yeah. He is the spiller, He Say oh, yeah,
0: so what, he plays, he yeah. plays dominoes with the hero of this film? <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> How did I miss that? It's very, uh, it very, very important that, that that is understood in this yeah. film. I think, it's, I think it's that's also a lot of made people's problems with
0: this massively movie. massively obvious fairly early on. Sure. Right, moving on, because we are two lines into uh, literally a sheet of A4 of oh, plot Oh, good, summary. I'm glad
1: you've done this, because I didn't.
0: Right, so he wins all the money he wins uh, all of it. off of uh, Wang. Wang can't pay him the money. Uh, well, actually, Double makes a really stupid bet. Uh, can't pay him the money, yeah. and then has to go to the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack immediately drink drives to the airport. <laughs> yeah,
1: because he's been he's drinking, all drinking all night. Drinking all night.
0: But they're going to go and pick up uh, Wang's fiance, Miao Yin.
1: And, he, and, uh, and at the
0: airport, he meets Gracie Law.
1: Played by Kim Tr- Cattrall in some very uncomfortable looking and reportedly extremely uncomfortable contact lenses. Yes. And she I has just want to quickly Mao um, played by Susie Pai. Uh, my favourite thing is is that. Um, is she actually Chinese? Well, her name's Susie Pai, P A I, so that feels Asian. But anyway, but the thing that makes me laugh is she's clearly a woman who's ni- got neither black hair nor green eyes. So they've given her contacts and dyed her hair. I yep. feel like find an actress with one or the other and then change it? I mean, I don't know. Also,
0: an incredibly (laughs) Western Asian person. Yes. Looks like a supermodel. What makes me laugh is that... A Western supermodel.
1: At that bit, um, bit, because Gracie-Law is there to pick up Tina. And if there are ever two women... Tara. Tara, sorry. And if there are ever two women, one should be called Miao Yin and one should be called Tara...
0: It's
2: the other it's way around. definitely
1: not the anyway, way around it so, is. Lords
0: of Death uh, grab Tara and That's then let Tara go because uh, she's uh, but ugly. And then they grab the gorgeous model.
1: They do because of them nice. uh,
0: Jack tries to get to a fight with them and gets beaten up. See above, he Immediately, was drunk. yep. Uh, they then have to chase them to Chinatown. Yes. Of death, down that alley.
1: He goes down the alley right now, and he yeah. does that awesome like pseudo. 90s At which point turn.
0: you literally cross a portal for the first time in the film between the real world and the fantasy world of the incredible. Big Trouble. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I love the sets in this film. We will yeah. talk about that briefly. Um,
0: and he kind of literally he drives a truck down a Warren. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> How the person they got to drive that truck around those alley? I mean, they must have designed the alley so that he could maneuver the truck around, obviously. But it is so tight. It is. Yeah, it's crazy. It's tighter than a chuff.
0: They come across a funeral of a fighting tong. What?
1: It's than a gnat's chuff. It's a, the arsehole of a gnat, which is a very small insect. It's a chuff arsehole? I thought we yeah, was done it's, a bird. It's a, no, it's a, it's a slang. It's, a, it's Chinatown slang. Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> they come across the funeral of a fighting tong being held by the Shang Tsings.
1: Yes, good um, Good notes, bro.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> I've even spoken Shang. I, I had spoke Shang right. Uh, no, I spoke Sing right. I haven't spelled right at all. Um, and the funeral is interrupted by the Wing Kong, at which point we have good guys who wear white and bad guys who wear black.
1: And apparently you can tell you <sighs> can tell because some of them wear yellow turbans and some of them are red turbans, according to Jack Burton, although no one is in fact wearing a turban.
0: No. And also, <laughs> they're wearing white or black.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. They picked up the yellow and the red. But
0: yeah, the yellow and red headbands really give it away.
1: Um, you've got Al Long. We have um, the first, who's the hatchet man?
0: We have the first big fight. And the martial arts the in, this, in this movie is amazing. Yeah, I mean cool. it's, it's really cool. It's good, kind of standard-level 80s, westernized yeah, 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 yeah. kung yeah. fu bullshit.
1: Well, it's, um, it, it's got lots of favourites in it. So, look like I say, Al Long is the guy with the long handlebar mustache. Yeah. You see in everything, he, he's in Lethal Weapon, he's in Die Hard. He's in Die Hard, he steals a candy bar. In Lethal Weapon, he tortures Riggs. He is in, like, a million things, this yeah. guy. So, always good to see him in everything.
0: He dies in most of them.
1: Yes, he does. Yes, yes, he does.
0: Uh, right, so uh, the fight is going on and the yellow turbans are winning. Except then, who shows up?
1: The three storms. Yes. Wind? No. Wait. Rain, thunder, and lightning. I think one of them might be wind. No, it's thunder, light. thunder, rain, and lightning. Definitely. I'm sure, cause you sure? Because he looked a bit bloated. No, but thunder, thunder's, thunder, thunder is
0: named. So yeah, but the lightning vi- is obvious. It's, def- it's definitely rain. Long haired guy could
1: be. It's, def- it's definitely.
0: The anyway, uh, yeah, although he right. doesn't
1: ever use water. And, and also he blows the ball yes, to beat see, him up. It see, makes so much more sense that he's wind, not rain, then.
0: Yeah. Are you sure it wasn't lost in translation? Right, they show up, and they turn out to be supernatural guys uh, wearing Amazing very elaborate hats,
1: Chinese
0: uh, traditional dress. Uh, and they've got superpowers. And they've got clearly,
1: Nepalese
0: gurkha knives. Um, yes, <laughs> which they took from Nepalese gurkhas.
1: And that's the most involved way of throwing a knife ever. They make robot noises when they, they extend do. their arms. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I always thought they were robots. Straight off the bat. Why not? I thought they were robots. And then uh they do a somersault and throw the knives. Yeah. The most involved way of killing and three then guys. they kind of
0: vaguely hit three people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like they precisely put it between so, their eyes or anything. Just like they throw it like a boomerang.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then they use their superpowers and lightning makes them forks spin around yeah. in his hand. Yeah. Rain's got those <laughs> claw hands on the sticks. They're basically <laughs> a back scratcher. Oh, yes. oh, He's got two back scratchers. Yeah. Uh, made of he's like
0: either like that or ter- baby Terminator like l-
1: arms l- lacrosse lacrosse sticks made out of Terminator arms that's it
0: <laughs> um and that's, that's a good uh, Thunder just has the world's least practical cutlery he's
1: just like super on steroids
0: yeah um <laughs> also very bad at acting but we'll come on to that I'm sure yeah. um he does not speak a word of English <laughs> <laughs> no he tries yeah. they escape they do by dashing through a tunnel, and you get my first favourite moment of many favourite moments, oh. where for no reason at all, other than to reveal that he's wearing a wife beater underneath, oh, Jack takes, <laughs> takes his jacket and off. And for the rest of the film, yeah. he's in a white vest yeah. with a questionable Chinese motif on the front. <laughs> uh, no reason for that at all. No, none at all. They return to uh, the restaurant, which is called Something Pearl, The Black Pearl.
1: It's called um, uh, Dragon from the Black Lagoon. Ooh. I realised yesterday while I was watching this film that I was wearing a T-shirt with the emblem, <laughs> the, the, the emblem of that restaurant. I just saw the back of Dennis Dunn's jacket and was like, wait, oh yeah, I remember buying this now. Yeah. I probably um, should have saved this for which tomorrow. Point
0: you get uh, <laughs> the first bit of exposition, and the exposition in this film is brilliant because the plot makes no sense yeah, at all. Yeah. So the exposition makes no sense, but the reactions that the actors have, the characters have, mm-hmm. rather, so missed a bit. Have we?
1: Because they run over Lopan. Oh, shit. I've got Lopan <laughs> written down here. Yeah, <laughs> they, they run also, over low They pan. also
0: hit uh, seven foot In tall, the most hilarious fashion,
1: they hit that dummy. There's that reverse shot of them hitting that donk. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Um, like, yeah. comes
1: out of his mouth and makes Jack go blind. Briefly. But then he splashes some exactly, puddle water like, on his two face. Seconds. And he's better.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, anyway, back to the restaurant. We're and right they, uh, Gracie Law shows up. Yes. And um, I can't remember if she tells them or if Eddie tells them that. It looks like the girl has been taken to the White Tigers. I think it might be her. Yes, it's it's White ed- Tigers.
1: Ed- is it's Edley. It's Eddie Lee. Yeah, it taken to a whorehouse. To a house. So um, Kurt Russell dresses up uh, in as an the, idiot. As an idiot. It's the outfit from his from Used Cars that movie yeah. you made before that, um, and turns up and says, "Oh wait, it's an actual." It's the actual. It's an
0: actual character from a different film. No, I
1: don't or think, think know, he's playing that outfit. character. It's just the same, exactly Amazing. the same costume that he wears when he, in Used Cars. He's a used car salesman, um, and he says uh, the action is his game. Uh, Henry a- Swanson. Henry my Swanson's name. Is my name. Yeah, action's, action's my game. game. Uh, and he w- he wants one with green eyes. Very creepy that scene. He's very much like got any slave prosies with green eyes.
0: The entire scene is. I kind mean, of I can see I mean, I didn't you skirt it over out. it because <laughs> I first watched this when I was probably about fourteen because it was a fun fantasy. Yes. Kung Fu romp And it's like Hang on a minute Has he just gone to a whorehouse? Yeah They're probably sex workers like Against all, their will It's like
1: all John Carpenter It's the John, all the John Carpenterness Of it all isn't it really uh, yeah.
0: Anyway So he's there For just long enough To not take his tie off uh, yes. And then the storm show up again That's
1: awesome And they rip the roof off And they steal Mao Lin
0: They blow a hole in it And then blow Mrs. O'Toole Not Mrs. Yeah. O'Toole The other one uh, Through a wall yes. um, Which is entertaining Because she was clearly annoying
1: Yeah And, and they steal uh, Mao and- and a madam of a, like, forced slave labour whorehouse. Which
0: is weird, right? Because it's almost like the bad guys are kind of bringing justice. They don't care about the whorehouse. That's not their it's bag. True. It's not their operation. So it's they're true. just, like, dispensing random yeah. justice by... Anyway, maybe reading too much into it. <laughs> um, I think with this movie, maybe a bit. <laughs> Jack attempts to punch wind... Yes, he does. ...in the face twice, realises, having landed two solid right hooks, Rain. that nothing happened. Yes. It's rain. He tries to hit no, wind. wind. We're going
1: to call him wind, though. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Wind or rain? You know, just very quickly, I, don't really, I haven't really got much now. on rain, but the one thing I do have on rain is that he didn't really know that it was a comedy film. <laughs> yeah, this because shows she two of the guys very serious. Two of the guys are Chinese, like veteran martial arts movie actors from China, and one is a Chinese guy from um, uh, from California. So you know when they do the bit at the end where they like do the dance and they do the... Not yeah. the dance, they do the... Do the, 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 the kata, the kind yeah. of, yeah, you know. Uh, if you notice that two of them do it and one of them doesn't, it's because lightning doesn't know how to do martial it arts. doesn't do martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. His
0: entire bit is just The lightning effect the is
1: cool as fuck as well. It's really it's nice. Really, you know, it looks really good.
0: Special effects in this, with a couple of notable exceptions, sure. are amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. Considering it's age. Anyway, mm. um... Jack gets his ass kicked uh, literally through um, a doorway and into a table, yes. and then gets picked up. Uh, and they rush back to Gracie's office.
1: Yeah, Gracie's office. Sorry, apologies.
0: Um, and you then get probably the best bit of exposition in the entire movie, mm. where um, in answer to a statement from Wang, it's like, what, you mean Lopan, and insert entire backstory of Lopan that you need to know. Yeah, of course. To the point where even the cast are just like nodding along going, yeah, we got it, <laughs> shut up.
1: They really have to get a lot across about Lopan, don't they? It's very funny. So then they like... Hit, um, uh, Wang Chi and Jack are like, let's go back. Well, Wang Chi's like, I'm going to go back and save her. And Jack's yeah. like, i So they come have to do. go to the
0: Wing Kong Exchange. Yes. Which is Lopan's and. And they the sneak Wing Kongs. in and
1: he says, this is going to take Cracker timing. And it is the bit in the film that makes me laugh the most. He's just got a phone in his hand and he just walks in and goes, don't worry, fellas, I'm from the phone company. <laughs> and they believe him because he's holding a phone. <laughs> yeah. Also, because they don't stop. <laughs> and it's like one of those 80s. I mean,
0: based on the <laughs> fact that what happens next, I'm guessing they didn't <laughs> believe so him. Good. And immediately immediately phoned it in, but yeah. yeah. So (laughs) So ridiculous bluffing. This is going to take
1: crackerjack timing. And he just walks in shouting, I'm from the phone company. (laughs) Some
0: amazing bromance (laughs) stuff between Wang and Jack. Yeah. Brilliant. Are you ready, Jack? I was born ready. He literally says (laughs) that. Yeah, I was born ready. Because
1: um, he thinks he's Indiana Jones, right? He um, thinks he's the coolest. He thinks he's fucking James see, Bond or something. I don't think he does. <laughs> I, I, I think
0: no, I think the character at this point is so overblown. Because there are certain elements, I mean, it's like later on there's, uh, no, earlier on, this is a scene where, I don't know if you realise, he gets all of his gear out of the truck and he's got, saddle he's got bags. saddlebags. Yeah. He's literally a well, cowboy.
1: I will, we will, right. I will go into that anyway on. as well. Moving like on. Uh, they production. get into a
0: lift and <laughs> the lift counts backwards. No, downwards. You racist fuck. Yeah, it's weird. um <laughs> And the lift floods. They are taken hostage and beat up by the storms, and then they meet Lopan in his real-world visage.
1: But the, I just want to quickly say, the, the um, the hell of the upside-down sinners. Oh, that's nice. That's cool as hell. Yeah. When he comes has got that massive crab on that guy's face. That's great. That's great.
0: Um, yeah, so they meet Lopan, who is now an ancient, wizened old man, yes. um, and he doesn't quite get, Jack yeah. doesn't quite get it. No. But that's okay, because he was not put great, upon this world to get it. Great,
1: on James Wong as well. Really, really <laughs> great.
0: Yeah. Um... They don't hold up quite so well, they escape Mm. somehow. Um, something do with knives and what have you comedy moment with the well and Jack generally being a badass again for no reason serves no plot purpose yeah um, he shoots
1: that guy by accident by taking the safety off
0: yeah and then the question is asked and answered and do we believe him have you ever first time you ever plugged a guy oh, and he, he says hesitate. of course not he does, hesitate. But he does hesitate I reckon that actually is that the bit where is.
1: he throws the knife off frame and then he has to come back in when they return,
0: so, when they return. So, no no that's the mm-hmm. next bit right, of the okay, sequence yeah, yeah. so they escape uh, there is a fight <laughs> um, and uh, halfway through. <laughs> then they uh, have to swim under for no reason at all. Swim through a pipe.
1: No. Yes. That's the second escape where no, they save not. Maggie.
0: They swim through a pipe. All right. Um, and then we get to the bit where they open the door and all of the Wing Kong are behind it. Right. At no, that's point. definitely when they've. Nope. They've saved Maggie. Oh yeah, they've saved everybody at this point. Oh right, so yeah. they've saved them. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, they've saved the girls. They yes. showed up.
1: Of course, because on the way out, then Kim Cattrall is stolen by the big monster guy. Of course, I apologise. The girls have been taken
0: and almost released, and literally that entire sequence Mm -hmm. serves one purpose, which is to make sure that Gracie gets kidnapped. Yeah, by the big ginger monster thing. By the big ginger monster. With the yellow
1: eyes. Because it's got the mellow eyes, and then R- you see the its face. Red. and You're like, how did it look through the? Yeah, it doesn't work. Doesn't. It's the face of wouldn't nose. be able to look. The nose like, is in no, the wrong place.
0: Uh, yeah, and there was an amazing, another amazing fight sequence where basically Jack is getting ready to fight, and accidentally throws his knife off screen. Yeah, yeah. Has to go and get it. And by the time he comes back, Wang has just kicked is taking over his everybody ass. out. Yeah, Because yeah. Wang Chi is a badass. Apparently. Yes. Who knew?
1: But the whole um, time, it, like, Jack's always bringing up the rear, and by the time he gets there, Wang Chi's like, right, I've got a plan, this is what we're yeah. going to do. And he's like... Time to go. He, he walks in and says, like, don't worry, everybody, I'm here. And, like, and we're like, mate, we've already got a plan, don't worry, just, just crack on. Mm.
0: So it turns out that Gracie Law also has green eyes. Dun, dun, dun. Bam, bam, bam. Do you know her backstory
1: that was Who? left out of the film, Grace no. Law? Uh, she was born in China and, and by missionaries. Her parents were missionaries. She does speak
0: Chinese at one she point does, in the film. She does. She does.
1: And her parents only were killed once. in a massacre. Is the mm. only way it's described. Um, so then she moved back to the U, to the US. Yeah, it's a bit dark.
0: So, yeah. meanwhile, Wang and they all escape on HN's bus. Yes. Um, and they realize that Gracie's missing. And they still and it, managed they haven't Mali managed in. to save Mary <laughs> So, pretty much, they, they're, they're net down they one green-eyed girl. they
1: get in there, the first time they go, they get in there, panic massively, and then escape. <laughs> and then all they do is
0: but come losing back with one, a person.
1: Less, one less person. Yeah, uh, not They, not they the go back to the restaurant outfit. to
0: regroup. Sure. Uh, at which point the restaurant is in, f- I love this, it's in full dinner service. Yes. And they're just planning a raid <laughs> and pulling out weapons <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and scaring the shit out of the customers because
1: he brings the uh, good the good people back.
0: Uh, the Singdings. No. That's literally what yeah, Jack calls sing- them earlier in the film. Oh, no, okay. they're the Shang Tings. Oh, the Shang Chengdings. Uh, these guys, yeah, these don't go Singdings, Chengdings. Funny naming. Do they have <laughs> any enemies? Right. The Wing Kong and who wear red turbans. They don't. Um, right, and uh, they walk out into the rain, and you get my favourite sequence ever, where Egg is holding the umbrella and Jack's trying to take it off him because Jack is tall and Egg is not. Yes. And um, Wang comes out with the line, brave man doesn't feel the f- uh, oh, fear yeah, the yeah, feel yeah. of yeah. rain on his face. Um, and I think Egg, egg, egg says, says something like, "Yeah, but a wise man has the sense to get out of the weather.
1: Yeah, a wise man to get out of the rain. Yeah, Club so Egg,
0: good. 100% Team Egg. Um, egg is amazing in this. Yep. And what does this do? Huge buzz. <laughs> 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 we come to that. We come to yeah, that. Yeah. So they decide they're going to go in the back door rather so than like, the this front time door. We're going
1: to go back to the same place, but we're not going to lose yeah. anyone this time. We're going to go and get. We tried them.
0: front door, didn't work. Let's try the back door. So they go to Egg's place. Who's so got a
1: fireman's pole into the bad guys' lair?
0: Yeah. As one does. Well no, it's the uh, forest of the undead trees or something.
1: <laughs> oh it's the it's the it's the black blood of the earth. You mean oil? I mean black blood of the earth. Yep. <laughs> um, you know that fireman's pole is there because it is the same set for station twenty three that nice. names for Ghostbusters just redressed? Yeah. As well as fireman's pole. That makes sense. It's about the same shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they right. go into the yeah. They go into. Uh, they are the now gardens. underneath
0: Chinatown. Meanwhile, sure. we cut back to Lo Pan, who's basically been perving in a ghosty way over a bunch of girls that he's now kidnapped. Yeah. Including, it, t- including, including it, he ghost he goes, ghostly fondling. He ghost touch so, a lot in that scene. Yeah, it's very not not, not nice. Never. Um, and they undergo the trial <laughs> of the burning blade. Cue two guys who can do <laughs> yeah, martial arts. Is so funny. And one guy who the, can't. The
1: glowing sword that and flies them up into the, the air. The savage and then, heart. And then they touch. It's the it's the trial of the burning burning blade to, to, soothe, to, to, soothe, sa- to soothe the, the savage, savage, savage Heart. heart. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: The Savage Heart is basically a cheap crystal ball with like, like an LED <laughs> hood ornament.
1: <laughs> it's really bad. It's, it's very really funny. bad. It's very funny.
0: Um, but <clears throat> Up to that and point, it's the impressive. the whole time there's,
1: like, cutting to and fro of, like, thunder and rain doing, like, crazy martial arts. Yeah, meanwhile, down the, the
0: guys are making their way underneath Chinatown and one, one of them gets eaten a... by a thing yes. that's just completely... And then
1: they're going to have a, a cocktail. Over. What's that, magic potion? Yeah. Not you yet. drink it? Yeah, I thought so. Uh,
0: <laughs> not yet, because uh, they then declare that they're going to have a wedding and uh, Lopan takes the girls to the underground chamber sure. um, of skulls and escalators and neon... <laughs>
1: That is amazing as well. That green tubing around the gigantic skull set is magnificent.
0: Okay, and the escalator?
1: Awesome. Care to
0: comment? So <laughs> weird. I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. Literally, he makes his entry. And they, they frame the shot so well that you yeah, can't yeah. see any more steps. Yeah, you yeah. only see it's an escalator in a couple of shots. And you're like, hang on a minute. Is that an escalator? Yeah. Do they just redress a shopping <laughs> mall? <laughs> it's
2: really weird that there's an um, escalator in there.
0: So, uh, they are now, the good guys have now actually come out of underneath Chinatown. Are now sure. In uh, the Winkorn Exchange, yes. kind of lower levels. They come across the Guardian which is a ball made of mostly eyes.
1: It's like a D&D thing. Yeah. Like a puppet, jobby. Yeah, why not? And um, then Jack shoots and he looks at him like a Twice. Says, well, you never, you never know until you try.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they get to Lopan's office mm. and then they take the potion. Dun, 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 dun. And then they get into an elevator that, that is revealed. have amazing. Uh, and I feel fantastic. Have, have I'm not moment. even nervous
1: at all. They just have a moment. I just moment. feel kind of invincible. I feel very positive about this whole and thing. And
0: there's, there's a lot of, of gang signs going on but there's a lot between of, the Shang Tsings. There's also
1: clearly, like, because, like, um, the leader of the... Um, the Shang Tsings. Shang Tsings, thank you. Shang Tsings, uh That's going to get harder to say as this goes along. Um, like, touches egg on the shoulder and all that kind of stuff. And then um, um, Jack says, is it getting hot in here or is it just me? Like... This is getting awfully homoerotic. All of a oh,
0: sudden. <laughs> yeah, basically, a bunch of guys just got incredibly fucked and yeah. really hard. What does this
1: do? Huge buzz. Yeah. So we go. Um, so now they can see things that no one else can see and do things that no one else can do. And
0: the first thing Jack does is knock himself out by <laughs> shooting the ceiling.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, he knocks himself out by shooting the ceiling, and then later he. Uh, gets attacked by a guy in loads of armor and stabs him through the boot with his uh, knife, yeah. and the guy collapses on top of him and, and he, can't get him, he off. can't get him off.
0: <laughs> Jack has a bad time <laughs> in this fight.
1: Just because he's not the hero of the film. He's a psychic. It's so good. It's amazing. So, so
0: big fight. Yeah. Um, Wang engages with Rain yes. in an amazing on-wires sword battle.
1: And uh, no, no, before that, there's a bit where he... Uh, no, sorry, uh, it's just after that, when he, um, he is... Uh, uh, creating distraction with thunder and they're running left and right and it's a shot through a doorway Yeah, and like they run off no, that's, frame that's and it's like loads on. of chairs getting thrown yeah. and stuff that's, it's like some Scooby-Doo shit uh, um,
0: yeah big <laughs> fight uh, and um, it turns that the fight is going the good guy's way so yeah. Lopan escapes with the girl only one of them at this point because Gracie's been knocked off the platform. So Gracie gets rescued by Jack, and they have a fantastic moment where she transfers an inordinate amount of lipstick onto his face, which makes the next that scene is, pure comedy.
1: Because he's because no, now importantly, Lopan has become mortal at this point. Yeah, oh yeah. Because he's completed the wedding, he's service, so completed he's the just, wedding service, so he's, he's a, man, a dude. He's just got super mega magic yep. powers,
0: and also three storm. And well, he's got two. all
1: he's all over his teeth. Yeah. That is so fucking funny. He's like being really glib, like, we've got your little pan. So, He's just got um, lipstick. We then on his have face. probably <laughs> so a good. cool
0: moment for Jack Burton. Good knife. Goodbye. Yeah. And he catches the knife and throws it back. And Roper dies. Because um, that's set
1: up by the reflexes, because he tries to cut the yeah. bottle at the beginning of the film and he catches it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Um, and Thunder, meanwhile, is just randomly wrecking the joint. Yep. Um, including taking out a, a little lion ornament for no reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: He's and then when he sees frame pen, he just walks past he it. He gets so upset that he turns into a big balloon and he ex- explodes. He explodes. That's um, so, and, that, and that's such a great looking um, uh, um, a piece of uh, production design as well. It looks so good. like all the steam coming out the ears I must and nose. Say, It looks
0: dated. I love it. <laughs> but it is it. amazing.
1: I like to think that's in someone's house somewhere. Like, what's that? Watch. Oh, this. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> just floating
0: around in a pool. <laughs> really loved it. Really loved it. Yeah, uh, they escape. Uh, well, they don't really need to escape. They're kind of done. But then he uh, tries to won. fight
1: lightning. and it, oh, it, yeah. H-M pushes you to think. Etchen H-M H-M drops a. has got the, the most amazing upper body strength of all time because he fires that arrow down with the cable on it. And then everybody, like, flies up it. No, it's just magic. It's but not he's holding it. it. Yeah, it's
0: magic. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and him. then, yeah, lightning's coming up through the hole. So they basically drop a statue on him. Yeah. <laughs> Seems ignominious.
1: And you know when he dies and all the lightning flies up, and right at the end, there's that little Chinese character that pops up. That's the Chinese character for Carpenter. What? Yeah, so right at the end when he dies, and all the lightning comes up through the hole, it mm. makes the Chinese character at the end. that That's the character for Carpenter that that's the VFX insane. people put in as like a cool little Easter egg. An Easter egg Chen.
0: They escape, go back to the restaurant. Uh, Wang and Miao Yin probably going to live happily ever after. They go love kissing. gets baked. Um <laughs> he <does.
2: He's> definitely <laughs> smoking a bong It, a bong
0: it. He definitely
1: room. is. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Yeah. Uh, Egg decides he's going to go on holiday, probably needs one, maybe lay off the... Uh, Potions. Maybe lay off the drugs, Egg. And uh, then my
1: favourite moment of this film, well, one of my favourite moments, is that bit when he's leaving, Jack Button's leaving, and um, Margot, Margo, uh, the reporter... Uh, the says, other journalist that we haven't mentioned yet. Gonna, so, it's so unnecessary, yeah. whatever. Uh, says, aren't you even going to kiss a goodbye? No. And just leaves. Yeah, it just walks out. So fucking cool. That is, honestly, I was thinking about this last night. Arguably on the same level of, I love you, I know. It's so cool. It's such a cool moment. Okay, it's not quite as good as that. That's fair. That, I mean, that's insane that I've even said that out yeah, loud. No. But it's cool anyway.
0: It's cool. <laughs> and the thing is, I'd forgotten it happened. Because, to be honest, um, you just assume live happily ever after. And actually, they
1: don't. No, he just does one. He does he ro- one. He goes back on the road. Uh, he said he, he robs everybody Soon up or the wrong later way. I rub everyone up yeah, the wrong yeah. way. So good.
0: And I love the fact that she's willing to meet him halfway. Oh, and then like, the the monster, way it would work. And then the monster uh, yeah, is on anyway, the truck. So the truck, uh, and it has the big orange monster. That
1: really smacks, because there's a couple of moments where you just see the monster like, hello, just pops up, hello. And that really smacks of, do you know how expensive it was to make this suit? We're having him in the film four times.
0: <laughs> I personally see it as you can leave Chinatown, but you can't leave Chinatown behind. It's Ooh. a message. It's like a final thing. That he'll be guy, carrying this with him, literally.
1: Apparently the guy in the monster suit was a real dick. I couldn't even find his name but apparently he just he wouldn't move they were trying to get him to move in a certain way he would do it he was not ha- He was very unhappy that he was in the suit because it was so uncomfortable and hot and just super pissed off the fact that they and have sting
0: like... people right? they pay <laughs> the actors he was
1: just like fuck you I'm not doing all this shit in the suit I'm doing this instead right
0: there we go so that's the <clears throat> plot points there we go uh, a couple of notable takeaways uh, for me anyway from the plot mm-hmm. um, we've talked about the saddlebags we'll talk about them again yes. uh, fantastic moment in the first fight where they literally just stab a guy in the balls
1: Yes, he does, yes. Savage. He does, because they both um, go,
0: ooh, yeah. in the cab, yeah. And uh, lots of lots of kind of shancing gang sign throwing, which I know you're a big fan of right now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm loving it. Yeah. That's one of the um, great
1: takeaways my wife has taken from this. It's, it's amazing. She thinks it's really funny. You because
0: know, Fight for your life, yeah. but let's pause so that we can make sure that all what of our homies... Signalling? are they
1: signalling? At one point, they just all stopped to do it, and yeah. I was like, what are they saying?
0: But it's like, this yeah, is going well. It's like, yeah, you good, <laughs> brah?
1: Yeah, just like a thumbs up. Basically, yeah.
0: Unless it's like a diving thing, it's like, "Are you okay?" (laughs) It's like, "Yes, I'm okay." I don't know.
1: Couldn't hear over the din of the battle. Right, of
0: course. Uh, And that's it.
1: Well, there we are. So that brings us to production. Well, the film
0: there, there was definitely some production there was definitely some production
1: uh, again i think i mentioned it earlier but definitely if you have the blu-ray of this uh by the arrow version first of all because it's remastered and it's amazing it uh, looks properly properly gorgeous uh but it's got a, it's got a commentary by john carpenter and kurt russell on it and they are being john carpenter and kurt russell just mates so at one point they just talk about what the kids have been up to for like 10 minutes <laughs> it's almost bewildering Oh yeah, so um, yeah, Dark has started playing guitar, and uh, well, yeah, he's like he's mastered the piano, so he's doing guitar now, and he's playing a lot of like Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. So oh, he must be really, oh, that's Meanwhile, really cool. Meanwhile, guys on screen, Kurt Gangs Russell. Like I don't know if this is a well-known thing about him, but Kurt Russell is definitely smoking the whole way through that. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I haven't done this podcast. I can hear the, the kind of that. Yeah. he's clearly smoking wherever they are. Um, it is. One of the most like jovial—it's just two mates like reminiscing about something that was really fun. I highly recommend it if you're interested in this. Um, keep in mind we're probably covering quite a lot of the stuff that they talk about. <laughs> but anyway, it's very Spoiler good fun. Spoiler alert! Really so let's talk about this film. That's why we're here, presumably.
0: What have we been doing for Perhaps the past I've thirty The reason I've together
1: today. So it was first written, written good start, as a weird western with Jack Burton as a cowboy in the Old West, set Ooh. in the 1880s, written by Gary Goldman, who wrote t- Total Recall, and David Z. Weinstein, no relation, who um, did not write Total Recall. He wrote this.
0: Also, by the way, Total Recall was written by Philip K. Dick. It was adapted for the screen. It was adapted
1: for the t- sure, of course. I will
0: pick you up on those every time, no, my friend. Fair.
1: So anyway, so it was set in the 1880s and he was a cowboy. Hence, saddlebags, boots, John Wayne, all those bits. Yep. So uh, they refused to rewrite it to put it into a contemporary setting, because the studio were like, no, it needs to be contemporary. And they were like, no. So they were like, okay, cool. Well, we bought the script off you, so you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Studio's in the 80s. So the studio brought in W.D. Richter. On the
0: plus side, they probably gave them a bag of cocaine each for the road, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. Uh, And it brought in W.D. Richter, who's a very famous script doctor. Um, and he was quoted to have said what it needed wasn't a rewrite but a complete overhaul. It was a dreadful screenplay. This (laughs) happens often when scripts are brought and there's no intention that the original writers will stay on. So they bought it as a concept. Now, the reason they bought this uh, is that Eddie Murphy was making The Golden Child. Remember that?
2: Another movie
1: mixing East and West and mysticism and blah, blah, blah. And that was going to come out in Christmas 1986 and the studio wanted to have a, a competing competitor. competing
0: east-west.
1: Except it came out in July. So just mishandled from the offset, basically. Amazing. But we'll, we'll come back to that quickly. So Goldman actually called W.D. Richter and said, please don't take the job, because you know, they're fucking us, basically. They were taking them off credit and everything. And Richter apparently said, I'm sorry the studio doesn't want to go forward with you guys, but me turning it down is not going to get you the job. They'll just hire somebody else. So pragmatic and a bit a mean- spirited. A, <laughs> a bit of a bastard, yeah. Um, so the WGA actually ruled that Goldman and Weinstein should have a credit and that's why Richter's got uh, adapted by as a credit. Um, but they wanted them removed entirely, basically. They wanted to remove absolutely entirely. The studio were really trying to fuck them, which trying is not uncommon in the 80s. Crazy. So John Carpenter actually did some rewrites himself. He changed um, a lot of the action scenes that were written originally to fit the budget, because it was a bit mad, basically. And um, he also went through to remove the parts that he thought that Chinese-Americans would feel was incredibly insulting. <laughs> apparently W.D. Richter, yeah, not the most even-handed person in the world when God it comes to... God damn it, Richter. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> nice. You've been waiting. How long have you had that up your sleeve? A while. Not <laughs> um, in so, he was initially brought in in 1985 uh, and uh, read the original script, which he described as outrageously unreadable, though it had many interesting elements. So, for all the fighting that Goldman and Weinstein did for the scripts, it sounds like no one else was terribly impressed. They were just like, this could be cool. Cowboys and Eastern Mysticism in 1986,
0: San Francisco. On, isn't that like what's the uh, Jackie Chan vehicle in the Old West? Shanghai Noon?
1: Yes yeah 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 absolutely yeah absolutely good
0: to know what goes around comes around
1: yeah absolutely well he, he was actually um, considered for um, Wang Chi uh, what Jack Chan yeah but oh, amazing he, but he these um, last two films have been a bit of a well bomb basically a huge failure in the in the US so he's returning to China to make movies in Hong Kong to focus on that so Sit with it, Jackie. It. Trust me, it all comes out <laughs> yeah, in the watch. come out <laughs> right, yeah. um, The studio, as I say, wanted to compete with The Golden Child, which is terrible, but I highly recommend you watch it just because then I can say I made you watch The Golden Child. Um, and they wanted a big star. So they asked Clint Eastwood, <laughs> Jack Nicholson, and Jeff Bridges to be Jack Burton. I Unsurprisingly, said no. I can see one
0: of those. <laughs> yeah, I know, like
1: 100%, well, maybe Jeff Bridges, but Yeah, yeah. Um, so funnily enough, John Carpenter just wanted Kurt Russell because Kurt Russell is John Carpenter if John Carpenter were an actor and John Carpenter is Kurt Russell if he were a film director. So all their films are incredible. Um, but he was considered to be an up-and-coming star uh, and not an action star. So he, uh, and was actually very initially very hesitant because as was actually going to come true, he couldn't understand how they were going to market it. Is it a kung fu movie? Is it a Western action film? Like, how, you know, it's... Am I... Is it sci-fi? Is it a fantasy? Not even Arnie. Hang on. You know, is he, is you know it, he's, yeah, maybe. he's not the hero. He's the psychic, but that's not thing. thing. Um, I mean, he, he... It's good to know that he's got depth. <laughs> yeah. Well, he came around um, because he, he said that he thinks, uh, as, well, as I mentioned earlier, he thinks he's Indiana Jones, but he's massively out of his depth. Um, <laughs> and then it basically lifted weights for like three months before filming. To get ripped. To get, as, get 80s ripped, shall we say. Yeah, I think we're used to watching The Rock. So no, you're no, like, no. actually, Kurt Russell is pretty stacked the in Kirk this. Russell, yeah. 80s stackedness. Yeah, absolutely. Not like Thunder, who's clearly on all of the steroids. Yeah. yeah steroids for breakfast, and yes. Um, Dennis Dunn was cast after Carpenter saw him in A Year of the Dragon, which is a neo noir movie. By uh, my, my Michael Ciamino, I believe. Um, no. It's good. You should watch it. Okay. highly recommend it. Probably not going Fair enough. Dennis Dunn was so taken with Victor Wong, who plays Egg Shen, that he named his daughter Victoria when she was born. Because Victor Wong, bit of a legend in yes. Asian-American no, acting circles. And in general, in fact. Um, so Dennis Dunn loved him so much that he yeah, named he his actually daughter named after... He named
0: his daughter after Egg Channel.
1: <laughs> yeah, after, after Victor Wong, so they called her well, Victoria.
0: I could have called her um, Egg Mina.
1: Uh, this bit is a bit annoying because um, I've read numerous bits where it says that the studio wanted a rock star for Gracie Law, right. not Kim Cattrall. But I can't find anywhere which rock star they wanted.
0: Maybe it was... It's a, be like Debbie a, Harry or maybe something? Maybe it was a rock star in inverted... No, Commons? like a literal... Uh, it seems uh, to be they wanted somebody
1: from... So it's got to be Debbie Harry, right?
0: Mm, trying to think of what else it and Then again, it's the US. Yeah. How big um, up are you on US rock legends in the 80s? Like, food? I you
1: don't know. But ones that may not have something. made it over. Yeah. So So yeah. anyway, so anyway so I couldn't find it live for me, but John Carpenter won't Kim Trowell because he thought she was really funny, which I think she's a very good comic actress, to be sure. She fair. is. She's very good at she stuff. She nails this. Um, so WD Richter came to set one day and just didn't like Kim Cattrall at all so started just doing rewrites for her lines and character on the set Passive until yeah, much? until carpenter basically told him to knock it off and leave um, apparently the Kurt Russell says there are two times he saw him lose his temper on set the first one was WD Richter basically trying to undermine Kim Cattrall out of a part by constantly so she was constantly being given new lines new, new pages and the other one was uh, somebody set up squids for a um, machine gun but didn't tell him there was one directly next to the camera so when it went off it made John Gumber to jump out of his skin. So did you use call them squids? Squibs. Did I hear squids? You, you said squids. Oh, I meant squibs. Yeah. sorry. Uh, no, they use squids. A damp squid. Squids full of gunpowder. <laughs> yes, I know. Plugged into a light socket. You know, like they do in Skyfall. Yeah. Those are squids, stuck <laughs> with nails and gunpowder. Um, I mean, the nails come it. out and That's then you get weird. covered in ink. <laughs> oh no! I'm a bit fishy. Also, I'm dead. Uh, oh, on the plus side,
0: any, calamari snack diet. Any,
1: anyway. Oh, yeah, So he went mad, basically, when that uh, damp squid went off. Um, they were given ten weeks. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, we're meant to be a professional film crew. How have we got damp squids going off all the time? Very excitable. So um, they were given ten weeks of pre-prods. Um, so they were doing week-long rehearsals for the choreography. Choreography? Yeah. Yes, um, <laughs> that is the word. Yes, it sounded wrong when I said it. Um, I mean,
0: the song and dance number comes out. Yeah, well, he said
1: he said that actually it was uh, like fighting, uh, like uh, photographing a dance. That it was so choreographed, and uh, they he used every trick in the book from trampolines to wires to reverse shoot, shooting yep. to all sorts of stuff. Basically, um, he was actually given the job. So don't forget, I probably should have established it at the beginning. That he was a director hired onto a project for the first time. It's the first time he's ever worked for a studio. All of his other movies have been independent and have been since. You can never guess. Telling. Yeah, telling. Um, but he was it given the job. Doesn't mean he
0: got that big studio budget to play with. Yeah,
1: it all 25 million of it. He was given um, the job because he worked so fast, basically. Um, he was very unhappy <laughs> when he found out that Golden Child was being released. He said, "How many adventure pictures dealing with Chinese mysticism have been released by major studios in the last 20 years? For two of them to have come along at the exact same time is more than a mere coincidence."
0: Well, yes.
1: So these are these are interviews that he's giving during production. <laughs> Apparently, the producers massively meddled, and like, it just he didn't have a good time. He didn't have a good time. So he went into production in October '85 for a release in July '86, five months before *The Golden Child*. You know how you um, compete with a film by coming out five months earlier? Yeah. Sure. Um, It also came out... Oh, no, we'll come to that in a minute, but it does make me laugh. So uh, the production designer was John Lloyd, and he built all the sets, which are amazing. Amazing. Some of which he had to build upside down on their side, all sorts of stuff. Like just generally, I love the set. I just wanted to shout, I yep. love the sets. That set of the skull, as we mentioned before, with the green piping around it, is incredible. I love it. With the escalator yeah. and stuff, it's so 80s. I love it so it's much. A bit too. The kind of makeup like and costumes, I think, are amazing. Like the yep. the bit where just before the wedding ceremony, when they're both made up with like the pink and purple makeup on their faces with the tiaras and stuff, that, that is amazing. So there's something I was reading which we could talk about in Legacy but I'll bring up because I'm talking about it now is that Taika Waititi said that Thor Ragnarok was very influenced by Big Trouble so if you think Thor is like false bravado but a bit useless guy it's got the same colour palette um uh, Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster wouldn't be out of place he isn't too many light years away from Lopan might
0: be stretching at this point but yeah but go it's, on but
1: you know what I mean it, it definitely has the same kind of feel and it has the same kind of tone as well I think which is why I'm going to watch Red Rock when I get home tonight um, but I definitely think it has the same tone so but yes so Ekchen's office and garage is station 23 but I've already mentioned that so I'll skip yep. past that one Moving on. so it took 15 weeks to make with a budget of 25 million as I said so 15 weeks is
0: Quick. Nothing at all.
1: So a lot of pre-production, obviously, to build all the sets and stuff, but once they were on there, it you just, just had to hammer out. it out, basically. Um, James Liu is the fight choreographer who works with Carpenter repeatedly in the upcoming years for fights and that kind of stuff. The reason I have that photo is because that bloke, who is the leader of the Sang Shang Sing, that's him. That's oh, James right, so the, the
0: choreographer is actually in the movie.
1: Yes, the choreographer is actually physically ah. in the film. It was like, honest to God, Chinese fight teams brought over from Hong Kong. So they... We're all very confused because they were like, Why is this not being like it should be they thought it was like a serious movie about the battles of good and evil and that kind of stuff, and John Carpenter's like, No, I'm being glib and American about it. Don't worry, it's only thousands of years if of you want I'm
0: <laughs> gonna I, appropriate this. To
1: be fair, I think it handles it relatively sensitively in places and is extremely fucking eighties in others. <laughs> I don't think it's terrible. Even I the think female it's characters are that, that
0: because bad. T- all of the Chinese characters, even the actual speaking ones and what have you, they take the mysticism seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're completely bought in, mm. and it's really only Jack who mm. acts as this kind of counterpoint. Jack, can, to a point, Gracie, yeah. um, who acts as this counterpoint of, yeah. like, this makes no sense. I feel a bit like an and outsider here. so
1: ridiculous. Yeah, he said, I <laughs> feel like a bit... Literally, that's very funny. Yeah. I'm feeling like a bit um, like an outsider. And I think it works, to be yeah. honest, because... Because they're so... Ridiculous. I mean, Gracie Law literally walks in and says, "Don't worry, it's me, Gracie Law." Like they're so ridiculous that all. Yeah, I, I think you're right. All of the Asian characters are just playing it straight, aren't they? They just are. Even even Egg Chen, who's like joking the whole time. Well, yeah, China is here, Mister Burton. That's not Egg Chen. No, that's Uncle. What's his face? Anyway, the puppet of the eye must a oh, monster.
0: Hang on a minute. What does that even mean? The puppet of China the is monster. here. I don't know what the <laughs> hell that means.
1: <laughs> But <laughs> he's on the phone with this dog. And your
0: phone is dead, by the way.
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh, so the puppet of the eye monster was operated by 15 puppeteers. It's got they, a lot of eyes they had to, and wiggly <laughs> bits. They, yeah, it does. They had to, oper- they had to create an own, their own mat system for it. Well, the mat system is essentially, it's floating around, but obviously it's not actually floating around. It's filmed in one place and then matted onto another. Yeah, so no, anyway. it's a bit obvious. I'm not um, and it cost $110,000. Two million quid... This is a bit weird. Two million quid was on special effects, so just VFX, so the lightning, that kind of stuff. Yeah. John Carpenter, um, very unhappy with the visual effects, complains to this day about or any of the computer kind of ish generated effects. Uh, and just says that I think they were really busy and half asked it and blah, blah, blah. Which is refuted by the man, the the company that did it, blah blah blah. But don't I really think they look get good. They right. The
0: lightning's convincing. The whole <gasps> the is cool. light out of your mouth and eyes thing is that quite is nice.
1: fucking cool as well, man. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: I'm not sure what else there is. So the studio. I mean, don't get me wrong. The bit where the ginger monster drops through a hole is quite clearly a puppet. Yes. It just drops. Isn't it
1: interesting how it's the same holes? The design of the holes. <laughs> this is so weird. The design of the holes is the same design as the holes that the teleporter in They Live. Just a little something I noticed. Okay. You can listen just, to that. I was just more do the fact that
0: if you watch that sequence, and it's literally it's a, a single shot <coughs> where he jumps down through a hole mm. carrying Gracie, and it's obviously a puppet, and obviously they just chucked it down the hole because they cut <laughs> yeah. as it's starting to spin. <laughs> so it's a
1: spin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and my last little bit for the production is that the studio did not in any way understand that Jack is a psychic, and when they watched the movie, just were like, well, he's not very good, is he? He's not, like, very leading manny he action. He doesn't really win any fights or anything. And John Carman's just like, yeah, you got it. They're like, nah. So they made them film that scene where egg, at the very beginning, the egg Shen's saying, oh, we owe him a great debt. He's blah, 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 to like big up Jack Burton. The film is meant to start with him driving on the radio. Coming it makes in, sense. So, yeah, it makes way more sense. But they made him do put that scene in because they were like, well, otherwise people won't realize he's the hero if somebody doesn't outright well, say he's the hero at the said, beginning of I, the film.
0: I do quite like the fact that at the beginning of the film, you get immediately into it heads. with Egg and he does the lightning hands yeah, and yeah. mirrors there's, the There's no build up to oh, is,
1: is magic real, is it not? It's just no, it's real sharp yeah. just get on board and piss off. <laughs> Live with it. There's
0: going to be a lot of this. Lightning. <laughs>
1: really, good. really
0: good. And a bit of that.
1: So we're going to crack on to things. reception next.
0: Well, I'm guessing not great.
1: It was released 16 days before Aliens. Ooh! In the peak of the hysteria about Aliens.
0: Ooh, That's not a good time to be making a movie.
1: So that didn't help. 16 Days for Alien, probably not the best. No. People quite build, get, you know, egg, egged up. No, they were looking forward to it. Well, yeah. yeah. It um, well, actually. What movie
0: came out before Star Wars this year, last year? Like a week before.
1: Oh, yeah. Something did really <laughs> stupid, didn't it? It was yeah. really dumb. I can't well, remember what just it was. The now. fact
0: that they came out a week before Star Wars. They were just, just like, oh, like this dumb. is terrible.
1: Let's just put it on a week before Star Wars and hope Star Wars fatigue. We <laughs> bury the, the movie. People might come in. Yeah, <laughs> bury the news. Well that's what they do in January, isn't it, every year? They people they studios bury stuff in January. Um, so it um, actually had overwhelmingly positive test screenings. Um, and people loved it. Yeah. But the studio just did not understand what the film was, what it was about. Or how to sell this it. film that they had Meddled in repeatedly and um, spent
0: 25 million dollars on,
1: and then so, um, you know, big action film, decent budget. Cut Russell says in the commentary, he's expecting to see billboards, X, Y, and Z, and like, not a dicky bird, nothing. (laughs) It just came out, it had mixed reaction, and all was no box office, which meant Carpenter was insanely disillusioned with working with studios. Uh, I've got a quote he says, The experience. Of making big trouble was the reason i stopped making movies for the hollywood studios i won't work with them again i think big trouble is a wonderful film and i'm very proud of it but the reception received and the reasons for that reception were too much for me to deal with i'm too old for all that bullshit. (laughs) so that's why he goes back to making independent films immediately afterwards and they are more his vision yeah, you know.
0: Well, that's the thing. Is the whole reason for being with the studio is that mm. they handle distribution. They handle all of this stuff. Yeah. And if they aren't doing that, then if what's they fuck the it, point? then yeah,
1: what's the point? It's just being meddled with, yeah. <sighs> so this week we have a quiz. Bam ba da bam ba da ba da. Quiz. This one's a good one. <laughs> This one's called Lost I'll in I'll be the judge of that.
0: <laughs> Sorry, this one is called... It's
1: got a name. It's called Lost in Translation.
0: You mean it's really long, quite confusing and a bit arty. <laughs> yeah. But lots of people love it, even though nobody can tell you what Sky it's about. Hands
1: and whispers to a lot of people and people are like, oh, What did she say?
0: Is that the quiz? I have to so work anyway, out what Scarlett Johansson The Chinese
1: anyway, Charlie's ca- characters no. in the title, when it first comes up in the film... Yes. ...mean evil spirits make a big scene in a little spiritual state. So, in the I spirit of I think I might
0: see where you're going with this. In the spirit of that,
1: I have got movie titles which are, um, they are Western, they are American movies, right? That have been released in lots of places, mostly so Hollywood China, films. Hollywood films that they've got foreign titles translated back into English. So you've got to tell me what the film is based on the title that I'm going to read out uh, to you. Oh God! So we'll start with number one.
0: Would be logical. Sure.
1: Superpower Dare Die Team superpower dare die team they get easier
0: <laughs> uh the no superpowers so um justice league
1: ghostbusters they don't have superpowers <laughs> no they do not Rob. right
0: okay moving on
1: six na- that one's from china also from china six naked pigs
0: <laughs> six naked I have actually seen pigs. a film involving no uh,
1: <laughs> what do you remember a peter
0: <laughs> famously they love filming that no I've got no idea six naked pigs i full could, Monty <laughs> which I have not seen so you know it's a
1: film about a who strip they take up stripping. <laughs> yeah but there's six naked pigs die hard mega hard that's from Denmark. Die Hard, Mega Hard. I know it's obviously a Die Hard one, but which Die Hard? I'm it's Mega Hard. Guessing the fourth one. It's With a Vengeance, third one. That's not what I meant. Doing well, not doing well for fifty percent, but they do get easier. This one is the unbelievable trip in the wacky aeroplane. <laughs> it's from Germany? The wacky, the unbelievable trip in the wacky aeroplane. <sighs> That's a wacky aeroplane? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: good. We've got yeah, Keep thinking about plane. that. We've got it's a wacky airplane. There's no such thing as a wacky airplane. Airplane, airplane.
1: Airplane, correct. There we go, right, okay. <laughs> I just couldn't say the Man, word airplane anymore. The Germans
0: really, really got it on the button there,
1: huh? I'm drunk and you're a prostitute. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> woman. Good guest, but it is leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> in Japan. Yeah, that one. One uh, Nicholas Keijiosko. Night of the Night. Uh, The Dark Knight? Correct, from Spain, yes, absolutely. Son of Devil. Damien. Junior. (laughs) (laughs) That's from China, yeah. Okay. One night, Big Belly. Sorry? One night, Big Belly. Knocked up. Nailed it, absolutely nailed it, China, yes, very good. And the last one, he's a ghost. G- ghost? No, no. I'm going to give you. I'll give you another chance for that one. He's a ghost from China. Casper. Sixth Sense. The title is literally <laughs> a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> the title is he's a
0: ghost. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of happy I didn't get fifty percent. I no, mean I, got two.
1: I think you got three there, but I yeah. think that's very well done. Oh. That's very well done. Oh, good. We had a quiz where we actually laughed, as opposed to it just being dreadfully.
0: <laughs> Probably not making the edit. Not gonna lie, we're running no, long. Oh, <laughs> it's it's
1: making the edit. That's a great one. All right, so uh, let's talk about the legacy Go of on, this then. film. As I say, uh, it it was an influence on Ragnarok. Um, it spawned numerous games, but mostly, uh, most knowingly, the side-scrolling game on the Atari and the ZX Spectrum. So there was a
0: side-scrolling beat beat em up. Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Streets of
1: Rage style. Apparently, it's actually yeah. very good. If you can get a ROM of it, apparently, it's very, very good. Which I'm, we
0: can't encourage because that would be illegal. Yeah, but I'm hoping for a Switch release. <coughs> Email me for details.
1: Do- <laughs> yeah, I'd love a, a Switch release. Would be fantastic. Lo Pan is the inspiration for Shang Tsung. Ooh, sorry. You're all right, there? I'm so sorry. I'm belching. Lo- little, <laughs> I'm a little gassy. Like literally one sip of beer, and I'm like. Arr. Lo Pan is the inspiration from Shang for Shang Tsung, who is the main bad guy in Mortal Kombat and he is also the elements are the inspiration for raven raiden raiden that's it cool don't well, look one at of them don't is. look at your notes i mean lightning <laughs> yeah lightning might in particular. the inspiration for raiden yeah. um there is wind currently doesn't a... show up cuz <laughs> it's not, it's not a character in it? no wind is the rain. inspiration for it's you ra- yeah i'm wind you are wind uh, there is a sequel in pre-production at the moment potentially starring the rock um, i don't know if he's still attached but they said, the, the last is interview I directing? read... directing? No, but uh. the last interview I read said, why would you replace Kurt Russell as Jack Burton? It will be a continuation. Well, so he, gonna he's probably going to
0: show up as, like, Jack Burton, and then it's Jack Burton's...
1: Like, The know. Rock is Kurt Russell's son. Why not? Sure. Imagine what the mother looked like. <laughs> 25 feet tall, this woman. You know the orange
0: monster. <laughs> yeah.
1: So let's dive into some one-star reviews, shall we? It's Amazon one-star review. I'm <laughs> dreading
0: this because there must be people who fucking hated this movie.
1: There are. There are lots. Mostly, I mean my they're wife just one. like. Mostly, they're just like it's cheesy. So actually, it's quite hard to find decent ones because mostly it's like most it really seems old. It's like it's 80s. But yeah, that's why it's good. You dickheads. MB4B. M- sure. MB4B. Right. That's his username or her username. Their username. Wasted my time from December 2018. My spouse loved this movie. I do not. It was extremely cheesy, with horrible acting. If that appeals to you, then this movie is for you. Who... I mean, who likes... Oh, you know what I really love in a film? Cheesy and bad acting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. Me, present. If not,
1: do not waste your time. Other other 80s movies are much better and deserve more airtime. She's not wrong. He. Them. D, not funny at all. We're building here, it's fine. Not funny at all, December fifteenth. Was hoping this was a good movie. But was disappointed. <laughs> it may have been funny back when it was made, but found it was stupid. We are in our 50s, so maybe it's for a younger crowd. No, you were the exact age that this movie was pitched at when it came out in 1986. It's like they think it's new. It's very strange. Bert Cola, One star, June 20, 2009.
0: That's a name you can take to the bank.
1: a <laughs> Bert Kohler. He's sticky. Uh, from plot to costumes to acting, this movie was horrible. Anything else? Nope. Nope. I okay. didn't like it. But now we've got a couple of better ones. My Gypsy Heart. <laughs> the 80s really were pathetic. In July th- 2012, as a baby baby boomer, I must have been about tw- 30 when this came out. I never knew how poor an actor Kurt Russell actually was. This movie is like a badly written what? Disney movie. <laughs> Awful lines, silly effects, bad acting, predictable. A waste of $1.99. <laughs> What is really disappointing is all the people who gave it a decent rating. Like all boomers, he's just disappointed in the younger generation. He's not mad. He's just disappointed. disappointed. Save your money and go out for ice cream instead. So presumably the last time he bought ice cream for $1.99 was in 1986. (laughs) 1980-something. Save your money, go for ice cream. Can
0: we say it together? Okay, boomer.
1: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Jose Lopez, Big Trouble in Little China, September the 11th, 2001. So maybe that day (sighs) coloured this man's review. Yeah. Do you know what I've been meaning to do? Whilst we're just out watching the news, I should write a review for Big Trouble in Little China. (laughs) Get your priorities straight, mate. Good actors. Beautiful girls, and my favorite, but it rarely appears, the semi truck, which is a cool Freightliner. I prefer KW and Peterbilt GMC slash Chevy, conventional with big bunk sleeper in this case. Special thanks to the Freightliner Corporation for a truck that appears briefly in the start and at the end. The action and the fighting is great, but it makes no sense at all. Think of Karate Kid meets a wizard or something. It's just bananas. Bonkers for a guy like Carpenter to badmouth Reagan and the Reagan era he's sure sold out. What? Why doesn't he give up capitalism? Stick to movies. (laughs) He gets more and more. I must admit,
0: I mean, don't get me wrong, truck nerds, they're a valid subculture, that's fine. I have no problem with most of your review right up until the point that you jumped off the crazy cliff.
1: It's karate kid meets a Wizards. No, that's fine. That isn't accurate. You watched the absolute shit out of that. Karate kid meets a wizard. Isn't
0: that karate kid?
1: Well, it's not magic in karate kid, is that? How do you know? Because I've seen it. But the magic <laughs> is—he discovers himself. Oh, that's the magic. The magic was in him, him all along. Yes, sure. As was Mr. Miyagi? <laughs> <laughs> but um, why are these seagulls gone insane? Are we picking this up on the mics? <laughs> What's
0: Who happening? Are you asking? <clears throat>
1: Bugger off, seagulls. It's fine. Anyway, um, also all that bit about oh, wait, we're why, is out to see <laughs> why is he bad mouthing? We might want to wrap this <laughs> yeah, up. <laughs> it is. Well, it's science has it's gotten really bad.
0: Oh. Um,
1: the the um, bad mouthing Reagan, like they live, is just an allegory for how much he hates Reaganomics. <laughs> That's fine,
0: but I don't quite see what it has to do with. This. I anyway, th-
1: I don't think this movie criticizes capitalism or Reagan.
0: No, in fact if anything it's the opposite <laughs> They literally, you own a restaurant, that's a hell of a lot more than me so The to, American dream is alive and well You'd have
1: to try very hard to read a political reading Of this, uh, of this movie So there we go, that's the one star reviews <laughs> um, So all that's left then Is our ratings Five Fine, at five, or five watts
0: I know Elements um,
1: <laughs> Five of those hand signals
0: Five of those hand signals Is it one finger, finger or is it two fingers? Don't care Fair They don't know by the way If you look There's literally guys doing it with one oh, finger really? And there's guys doing it with two fingers
1: Oh maybe that means something maybe. It doesn't It means that they didn't pay attention yeah. When they were being shown
0: No Five Solid five I... It's been top of my crop for a while I'll go four Alright
1: And a half Alright uh, I love it
0: It's actually the Reagan bit
1: yeah, because he's just so hard about harsh about Reagan, and I just think like, what did and Ronald of Reagan ever do to anybody? A at heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I would say four and a half, incredible, great performances, great fun. Uh, well, not great performances, but perfectly pitched performances is a better way of putting yep. it. I would say. Look, it's not Marriage Story, but it, you know, but it is like incredible. Like, don't make a wanker sign at me. Watch Marriage Story, then we can talk. All right. Yeah. Does come Marriage
0: Story have come at me, bro? Martial arts in it. <laughs>
1: Maybe. You'll have to watch it to find out. Nobody tell him in the comments.
0: <laughs> I know it doesn't.
1: Yeah, it's Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, playing Black Widow, it. and Jackie Chan. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> and the musical number comes out of comes nowhere. It comes out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, yes. all right.
1: Uh, but yes, uh, four and a half. So the thing is, awesome. I don't know. Uh, so much fun. This is the
0: big thing. I sometimes want to watch a movie that is pure, total, decent, solid trash. Yes And this movie is that But this is like Not because it's bad It's high quality it's, it's, it's like perfectly well executed It's a trashy
1: movie Made by a legit fucking master You watch it The
0: dialogue's good <laughs> yeah. The acting is solid Kurt Russell is Everything magnificent. about it Is ticking the boxes oh. It's still nonsensical rubbish oh. And it's and I agree Beautiful
1: I agree It's a cult movie That you can talk about Like a proper movie But you can also watch With a hangover on a Sunday Yep yeah. Which I've got a sneaking submission Our producer will be doing tomorrow So there we go. What would you recommend if you like this? Oh, right, yeah, sure. That whole part of the podcast I forgot about because I put my notes in my pocket. Um, I would say all of the other Carpenter films. <laughs> the Golden Child. Yeah, oh
0: God, no. Stop <laughs> yeah. trying to make what, The Golden Child and happen. Once
1: you're watching The Golden Child, you know what you should watch after that? Vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the John Landis movie. We're about <laughs> nature. No, sure. If
0: you like the mysticism, there's a whole shit tonne of kung fu. If you like the kung fu stuff, yeah.
1: Start with Crouching Tiger, probably.
0: No, don't. Okay, don't Really don't. don't. Do Go back to the early 70s, 80s kung fu. If you, you like fu. a
1: mishmash of movies, you should watch watch Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires which is a, um, it's a, a movie It's the Bouncing f- Vampires. Yes, it is yes, the Bouncing Vampires, <laughs> um, which is a Shaw <laughs> Brothers who made a lot of Hong Kong yep. movies and Hammer teamed up. Um, there is a man who fights vampire Kung yep. Fu people and Peter Cushing is in it and every time there's a fight scene they just let him hold the horse and it cuts back to him and he's like oh this is shocking good lord <laughs> while they're like yeah amazing <laughs> oh, um, it is amazing I highly recommend um, that yeah again the monkey stuff um, watch that yes brilliant fan. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
0: and yes then you can move on to more grown up <laughs> pleasures such <laughs> as Crouching Tiger uh,
1: but you could I mean just the um, anything with <laughs> Chow Yun fat yes always a good start, except for Bulletproof, bulletproof, bulletproof Monk because <laughs> that's terrible uh, well I, l- I know I like it. It's just that the producer held it up, so I just wanted to badmouth it to make him feel bad. Hang on, is the book the the one with the annoying Sean American William kid? William Scott, yes. Oh, don't watch that. It's <laughs> fucking awful. It's really bad. It's really bad. Um, watch Thor Ragnarok, as discussed. Watch all of the John Carpenter movies that star Kurt Russell. Because which is
0: all of the John Carpenter <laughs> movies. Yeah, which is all of them. Because he's playing
1: Sorry. an outland... He's playing a character, not like Jack Burton, but to the same degree, let's say. You know, like... Um, in The Thing, MacReady is outlandish, certainly. Uh, Snake Pliskin, don't get much more iconic than that. We've done an episode on that, in fact. We have. So go back m- and listen to Feel free to, to go that. back and listen to it. It's free, you bastards. It. Um, not on Bitter. Number seven in Latvia, we are. Not a penny. Well, not one red cent.
0: Well, they, they don't have any money.
1: They must have money. They live in some kind of communist utopia. I don't know. Like Starfleet.
0: Worried that I'm borderline being very offensive to an entire country?
1: No, I think probably
0: going to back away from that one. Actually, one, it'd
1: be a weird thing if it turns out online that you know that's a terrible stereotype. Slovakia so, like, doesn't have any money. Well,
0: Latvia, for one, the well, Latvia. You mix them up with Slovakia is is probably even worse. I mean, they they hate each other.
1: <laughs> Do they? No. Can we I start? Can we start a thing? Like, with the, uh, did you did you know that about Slovakians? Do you really
0: want to be the Franz Ferdinand of World War Three?
1: Yes. And with that. <laughs>
0: We're drunk we know things have finished big trouble in Little China. We might be here in two weeks' time. It depends, it depends if the Latvian mob are onto us. You know, it depends if the Slovakians decide to bomb the Latvians. It's
1: true. What happens if I have a shot? You know, I'm a key player in the world stage. You are.
0: And it could escalate. And All snowball. those Latvians, no more entertainment. They could shoot you with a snowball. It's actually a snowball fight that got out of hand. <laughs> We'll be back in two weeks to talk about uh, self-driving cars, which is going to be fun. Um, I was worried that episode was going to be long. This one has been epic.
2: Take us away.
1: So John Carpenter actually did... (coughs) (coughs) Goddammit. Nothing says eye-opening like a thumb up the bum. We get that clean? Perfect. As long as we can use that as a (laughs) ringtone. What is that? Oh, it's nothing. It's my mum phoning me. (laughs) 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 Anyway, let's do a podcast.
0: Nobody says what happened.
1: So this uh, finally... Turns out he didn't rub her up the wrong way. uh, This finally uh, 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 brings us to our uh, reviews. Does it? Yeah,
0: are you sure there aren't any one-star reviews that we need to do first? I mean, we'll do those and then we'll do ours. Yeah, do you want to cool. go again? Yeah, we'll start. All right.
1: right. Oh no, you're doing the intro. I right? oh, just really? have to no. be quiet and drink my cider.
0: You sure? Mm. I don't want to rush you.
1: I've just got to be quiet and drink the cider. So I'm just—that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stop talking now. Okay. I'm just going to stop and drink this. You sure? Yeah, you do the intro though. Yeah. No, wait—not the outro, the intro.
0: The uh, yeah, intro this time. Are
1: we recording? No. Sound speeds? We
0: have sound speed. Sound speed. Mike. Okay. Fine. Shut up and drink your cider.
1: I'm just gonna shut up and drink my cider now. Don't worry, you okay. go, you do the intro, you'd crack on. But don't mean to worry about me, Rob. Just crack, you just crack on. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs>